What up, Love Quest Nation? You are listening to our latest episode of our 9 a.m. Sunday experience, recorded live at our location in Vancouver, B.C. So come on in and enjoy a powerful right now word brought to you by our founding and lead pastor, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy. I think I got a word this morning. How many people love a word? Come on. If you're ready for a word, I need to see some, some hearts in there. I need to see some less goals. I need to see some. How, how we looking, CC? Y'all look good? Don't have me call you up here. Okay, talk to me. Y'all give it up for CC. Love you, Sion. Wow, she don't love us. She ain't said, I love you back or nothing like that. Thank you. Thank you. Right by the house, the ambient mic. <laughs> this morning, um, so we've been dealing, don't put it up. Don't, don't put it up. Uh, we've been dealing with, um, we've extended our fast. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We've extended our fast. Why? Because they've extended the lockdown. And if the devil trying to apply pressure on us, we're applying pressure right back. Amen. I be getting nervous when folks say, is, uh, amen. So look, we're fasting and praying, and we are dealing with a topic called the power of what? Wow. I, I'm not doing my job as a teacher. I'm not doing my job as a teacher. The power of what? Fasting and praying or prayer and fasting. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to cheat off of your notes. The power of fasting and praying, or as Bishop Caleb said, the power of prayer and what? Fasting. And I don't know about you, but I've been getting so many awkward testimonies of how these last few weeks have been really gripping people. And challenging. If the word doesn't challenge you, it's not a good word. That's my standard. Even a good word should challenge you. Even when someone's talking about the love of God, it should challenge you because you're like, wow, I don't really deserve that. And the, the love of God should crush you. Because just last night, some of us had dirty thoughts, bad thoughts, want to cuss somebody out. But the love of God, when we woke up this morning, the Bible tells us we woke up to new grace and new mercy. That's why David was dancing in the street and was coming out his clothes like Effie was this morning. Uh, let me make it clear because that can sound funny. When she was praising and worshiping, her sweater was coming off her shoulder. And so that was David. I don't want nobody to think we were, you know, somewhere in the for Amen. Right. Like, like Brother David peeking from the roof. But the favor of God was still on his life. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter how nasty your past has been. The blood of Jesus runs far enough and deep enough and wide enough to cover anything. Jesus name 
This morning, I want to deal with the power of fasting and praying, but I want to deal with a topic called masquerade, exposing the beauty behind the mask. Amen, amen, amen. Just so, so y'all, welcome them. They're not mannequins. They are alive in Jesus' name. They do talk. Amen. They, they, they try perfect posture in Jesus' name. Amen. No, I'm not saying have it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying loosen up, loosen up for the people. Amen. I'm different on TV. I'm not like trying to be like, nah, I'm going to be me in Jesus' name. Relax. We're going to get tall desks for y'all up here. That'll be dope. All right. In 2022. <laughs> Masquerade. To understand masquerade, we understand that to masquerade or a masquerade is uh, really a facade. It's really to hide behind something. Now, I just want to point to something that we're in a season of masquerade because it's weird because I'm in grocery stores and I'm talking to people with masks on and it's how hard I have to pay attention to understand if they're smiling, if they're laughing, if they're frowning, if it's authentic, if it's real, we are, you, you, we are understanding how important the nose down is. We are understanding the power of a smile, the power of a laugh, the power of seeing someone's teeth. I would appreciate seeing just one tooth right now. Can I get an amen for one tooth? They should just put a cut in the mask and let one tooth hang out, <laughs> right? It's like what we have to understand, man, is I don't care the season that we're in. I believe there's a prophetic moment. I think God uses the things of the world. And I believe as we're required to put our mask on, the Lord is saying it's time to take your mask off. I know we full room full of saved folks, so we deliver, right? We don't have masks on. But I can go around this room and I can go out there and I can guarantee no one in here has been 100% themselves to me. Have you been 110% in your life? When you go to work, are you 110%? Are you the employee they want? In all of your relationships, do people see authenticity? Does all your friends know your real fears? Does, does all your family, or do, do you have people in your life that know your darkest, darkest secrets? I'm talking about like, like midnight dark. I think everybody get a like dark brown secret. But I'm talking about dark, the one that you are so ashamed of dark talking about your deepest insecurity your greatest fear when's the last time you talked to, to anybody about that suicidal thought and what I understand is that it is very taxing to not be able to be free indeed it's very taxing to when I have to walk out the door and put on a certain face. It's very taxing growing up as a black man having to, when I go in an interview, talk a certain way to have a chance to get a job. And then if that's the way I got the job, guess what? 
that's the way I got to keep the job. And if that's the way you got that boyfriend, that girlfriend, that job, that friend, that husband, whatever it is, guess what? That's what you're going to have to do is keep. So many people get into families and marriages with a mask on, and then 10 years later, they're ready to take it off, but they can't reveal who they really are because now they've created this what? Masquerade, this facade in their lives. And the Lord is saying, before we go into 2021, I need you to take off your mask because masquerading is not good stewardship. In order to masquerade, you have to put some stuff on the shelf. You have to hide. There's things that you have to not deal with in order to put on a facade. And I don't believe it's God's will for us to have any place in this world we can't be 100% us. That's why I said losing or exposing, shall I say, the beauty behind the mask. Who told you you was ugly? Who told you you wasn't qualified? Who told you that you couldn't have top shelf? The Lord said penthouse. You accepting the floor under the penthouse. You're like, well, we high enough. We high enough. No, 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 no. It ain't no high enough. It's his high for us. Man, I was hearing somebody's testimony the other day, and they started to break down the details about the house they purchased. They tried their hardest. They had a number in their mind. Them and the seller was like, ah, that may be too low. So the people, the sellers, came back with an offer that was a few thousand more. Just a few thousand. Who wouldn't pay a few more thousand? Like, you, you guess, okay, I'm going to buy the house for 980000 They say 984000 You're like, absolutely. And then, let me tell you, the Lord moves on the realtor's heart. And says, you know what? Nah, the offer you told me, let's just throw it at them. And immediately, we'll take it. Look how the Lord will fight, over, fight for you. It's even when you're willing to pay a few more thousand, he's like, no, I told you the number. That's the Lord fighting for you. And that's the Lord's favor saying, no, nah, son, no, nah, daughter, I understand your heart. And you do got the extra, but I just want to show you this is my deal. There is some deals that's God's deal, and you just have fallen in love with his deal. <laughs> yes. You can run, but you can't hide. I don't know. You might think you're not running because you come to church. But inside, are there little corners inside you that you still run? When you come around people that pose threats to you, is there a little envy and you start running and shying away? When you, when you get in a room with someone that plays better uh, music than you or sing better or, or, or play an instrument better, do you shy back from your good? Michael, you understand this, right? What happens is if, I, if, I, if I'm an okay organist or if I'm an okay whatever, I come around you, I'm like, you got it. So I shrink back. Instead of, no, I'm competing with you. No, you better than me right now. 
but I'm going to learn from my master. I'm going to learn from my master. I'm going to try to play like you. I'm not going to try to play like me. Because playing like me keeps me limited, but playing like my master makes me grow. The Lord says, the Lord says, man, I'm your master. You think I was persecuted and you won't be? You can't escape persecution. And guess what? You think if he was great, you ain't going to be great? You can't escape greatness. Greatness is in your bloodline. Can I get an amen? Settling for the floor under the penthouse. No more. You can run, but you can't hide. Oftentimes we think you can run, but you can't hide. It's like I'm running from, from a call. Let me tell you something. You're running from yourself. You often hear we're running from God, Carolyn, right? We often hear we're running from God. Let me break to you today. You're not running from God. You're running from who God says you are. Yeah, that's groundbreaking right there. You're not running from God. Because realistically, God is kind of easy to have a relationship with if you think about it. He says this, my yoke is what? Easy, my burden is light. But when you think of the hardest part of being with God is the challenge that he puts on you to be who he made you to be. And if God didn't have these standards, you can hang out with him no problem. But the struggle is I'm a royal priesthood. The struggle is I'm an overcomer when I'm not experiencing overcoming. Or the, 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 uh, yeah, the standards he places in our lives, that's what's hard to bear. Okay, you think, you think, listen, he said, Adam, where are you? Why did Adam run, Effie? Because Adam didn't think he deserved to be in his presence. Might you be running from yourself? And if you're running from yourself, what are you running from? What are you afraid of? The fasting that we're going through is for you to die to who you think you are and rise to who he says you are. You are, you ready for this groundbreaking news? You are anointed to face yourself. <laughs> hey, hey, babe, you are anointed to face yourself. I know it's 1030 and 1015 in the morning. I know it's Sunday and it's early, but I'm telling you, you are anointed to face yourself. You notice how most of us think our anointing is to face people. You are great, Effie. I'm anointed to tell you you great, but I'm not anointed to tell me I'm great. I'm anointed to believe that you are an overcomer, but I ain't anointed to believe I'm an overcomer. I can encourage you, but I can't encourage myself. I can be in agreement for your prayers, but I have a hard time believing for my prayers for me and my family. No, man, you are anointed to face yourself. Come on, you say I'm anointed to face myself. Woo! You want to tune in tonight and you want to be here tonight if you're supposed to be here tonight on the stream team. Because tonight we're going to deal with the spirit of Elijah. We're going to talk about the spirit of Elijah that was sent to take down the spirit of Jezebel. Oh, this is prophetic. 
This is, this is, this is them saying, hey, 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 Elijah has not come. They were talking about John the Baptist who was supposed to be born with the spirit and power of Elijah. And then even after John the Baptist was gone, Jesus said, Elijah is coming, but he's also here. So I'm not talking about Elijah himself coming back, Jesus coming back. I'm talking about the spirit and the power of Elijah that's up on his church to deal with Jezebel. And when you understand Jezebel, Jezebel is a spirit that comes to contend with prophecy. That's why Elijah had an anointing to kill the prophets of Baal. There's evil prophets that come to contend with the godly prophets. See, the Bible says there will be men, false prophets who have signs and wonders. Oh, we have prophets of Baal in our time, but do we have Elijah's? Hey, you can't be a cute Christian and have the spirit of Elijah. Elijah was bold. He's like, I'm the only prophet and I'm standing against your 450. Let's see who God reigns. Elijah fasted for 40 days but then Elijah the powers upon Elijah to defeat the prophets of Baal but then Jezebel he ran from right after the fight so there's anointing upon you but there's also a flight in you and in this season will you be anointed or will you flight? Because Jezebel has to show up to pull Elijah out. <laughs> and how many of us have bowed down to Jezebel? What do I mean? There's been prophetic words spoken over your life. And you've backed down from it. You've shrinked back. What God is calling right now is Elijah, the spirit of Elijah to rise up in you, to push back so that the prophetic word that's been spoken over our lives can manifest. Don't you dare bury prophecy. That's Jezebel. We often think of Jezebel as this sexual thing. Yeah, that's a part of her job. Jezebel, the spirit of Jezebel works in leadership. The spirit of Jezebel is a spirit of manipulation, twisting. It's turning the word. It makes people second guess. And let me, let me tell you, this is one thing, this is one of the major things that Jezebel causes, confusion. Jezebel is alive in this COVID because we're focused on COVID and not covenant. Oh, I'm talking right now. I wouldn't, I don't care who can't come in the building tonight. You better be at your house at 5 p.m. Because this will be a breakthrough word for you of what God is saying right now. These are the days of Elijah. Elijah calls the dead alive. Elijah causes it to rain and to stop raining. I'm talking about power. Shikabah. But that's for tonight. Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. Be supernaturally infused with strength. It don't say it on here, but like Elijah. Through your life union with the Lord, who? Jesus. 
listen, when someone saves the best for last for you, you should try making it the first for them and for them. <laughs> That's my verily, verily. <laughs> I was excited. I was excited. When someone saves the best for last for you, you should make it the first for them. Stand up for yourself. Remember, you're anointed to face yourself. And a part of facing yourself is standing up for yourself. Can I help anybody, Mariella? Morella, Mariella. Merry Christmas. Can I, can I help you? If you are going to face yourself, you have to learn how to stand up for yourself. Because when you don't stand up for yourself, you allow people to dictate who you are. And that's how you lose yourself. Some of us would stand up for ourselves, but we don't know which one to stand up for. Do I stand up for the diva? Do I stand up for the humble one, the bold one, the manipulator? Which one? Because I done lost myself. Do I stand up for the rapper? Do I stand up for the trapper? Do I stand up for the preacher? Do I stand up for the teacher? Do I stand up for the husband? Who do I stand up for? No, you stand up for the son of God. You stand up for the daughter of the most high. You don't stand up. Woo! You don't stand up for titles. You stand up for identity. You stand up for who God has called you to be. Stand up for yourself. Look at your neighbor say, stand up. Come on, type in there, stand up. Type in there, stand up. Ludicrous got that, man. I'm tired of the world getting stuff before us. Ludicrous said, stand up. He said, when I move, you move. Just like that's revelation. Ludicrous got it, but the Lord twisted it. I mean, the enemy twisted it. You know what I was saying. I seen it. Dylan was like, uh, no, I can agree. Yes, back on track, Pastor. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Woo, no, you can't go ahead of me, Bern uh, 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 there you go, uh, Ver Bernadette. <laughs> Amen. Veronica. You ready for this? Don't just stand up for yourself. Stand up for the best version of you. Stand up for the best version of you. Stop standing up for the prototype. Stop standing up for the, the model home. Stop standing up for the floor under the penthouse. You ready for this? Stop standing up for who you're settling to be. That's, that's, that's like, that, that was like a piece of Oshi right there. <laughs> Salmon Oshi. Uh, ooh, that was some sockeye, sockeye bite right there. All right. Stop standing up for who you're settling to be. Man, I, Elder Brennan, I stood up for the weed smoker. I told y'all, my mother-in-law was like, you need to go to rehab. I was like, back up off me, lady. Don't mess with me and my weed. Look who I'm standing up for. You get drunk, people. You don't know who you're talking to. I'm fine. 
I'll five. You five or you five? I'll five. Leave me alone. <laughs> standing up for the drunk person. Who have you been standing up for that you're leaving? Who have you been standing up for that you won't be this, this time next year? Stop wasting your time standing up for your, the, the, the parts of yourself you won't be because you are prolonging freedom. You are delaying free indeed. And that's what caring what people say about you does. It makes you protect who they're persecuting. And you haven't even arrived to be who they're persecuting. <laughs> it's just an anointing upon you that they can't stand when you walk in the room. And you're like, dude, I ain't even all that yet. You mad at me and I'm, st I'm, I'm, I'm still struggling with bills. I, I pull up in my little, my little, my little 1998, uh, 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 what's our, what's, what kind of car is that out there? I'm my 1998 Prius, I pull up and you, you jealous because I got a Prius with hubcaps. It ain't the hubcaps, it's who, it's who get out, who ride in the hubcaps. They'll be mad at you if you're on a bike with, with one back wheel and you just got to ride around the, silly, the, 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 the city on a willy. <laughs> That'd be silly, right? That's what you call a silly, riding around the city on a willy. look you protect that person you wasting time protecting the counterfeit from people let people let people talk about the counter you're like man you gotta have the attitudes like wow I'll tell my wife we be talking about man if folks is tripping now Elder Brittany see I can't be afraid to pull up in a, in a, in a new car God blessed me with I can't be afraid to buy my wife a house. I can't be afraid to give my kids the best and make sure they dress right. I can't be afraid to eat organic and shop at Whole Foods. I can't, I can't take my food from Whole Foods and take it out and put it in a Canadian tire bag. Well, I shop at Canadian Tire in Winners. That's where I get my groceries from. It's Winners on the, on the uh, <laughs> nah. Mom, if you're watching, my mom always gets snacks fill the house up with snacks from Marshall's I'm like no by the time you get to Marshall's ma is is really not not good <laughs> if, if something survives it to make it to Marshall's that's not healthy food <laughs> that is not the one but guess what we tear that bag open and eat them barbecue chips and if they stale dip them in something can't tell if they stale can't tell with the sauce on it <laughs> oh man stand victorious this is the other part of Ephesians 6 stand victorious with the force of his explosive power flowing in and through you stand what victorious with the force of what his explosive power what's on you is explosive how you gonna settle for not explosive how you gonna protect the weak you? No, you guard your garden. 
but you got to understand who God put in the garden. God didn't put you, the falling you in the garden. He put the standing you, the victorious you, the, 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 the dominating you, right? The one he said, subdue and, and tend to and dominate. That's the you. That's the garden. The garden you should be protecting is the flourishing one. The garden with no weeds in it. No, no weeds. You, go on, you can, devil, you can have the weeds. How many things have we tried to protect that we should have just let the Lord, I mean the enemy, take? Like, man, you're right. You, you, this is yours. This is yours. Let me pack it up for you. Put it on the porch. What time you going to be here? Let me put it on the porch for you. It's like, it's like certain clothes you know you should give up. You don't even fit them no more. But somebody come over and it's like, man, I like that. And you're like, nah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to wear that one day. I'm going to get thinner. Yeah, one day, but right, not right now. <laughs> Protecting that little outfit. Protecting that last little nugget that was bit off of that sat in the ketchup for an hour while you, while you went somewhere. You're like, don't touch that. You know, dads, we do that. Because we, we, we ain't got nothing in the house. So we want to save, we want to say, don't drink my little juice. That's all I got. Sometimes I catch myself, Elder Brennan, yelling at the kids over stupid stuff or saying no for no reason. Daddy, can I have some water? No, no, no water, no water. No. <laughs> no. Then I'll be like, why'd you tell them? Of course you can have water. Then I got to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, son. I'm on the, hey, this, this, is a, this, is, this is a funny one right here, Elder Brendan. I'm on the fast. I can't eat that. They over there eating it. I'm like, put that down. When I get off this fast, I'm going to eat 40 days, I'm eating them chips. <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> no, T.T. Deacon Rona gave me that, that cake that's going to dry up, that, that, that vegan cake. But 40 days from now, I'm going to eat. Put it down. We got stuff in the freezer today. <laughs> Got all kind of frostbites on it. Die, the steak dying from hypothermia. It's just, <laughs> just like poverty mentality. Like, what is that? What are you protecting that you need to let go? That side of you, let it go. Listen, some stuff you don't have to actually be delivered from. Some stuff you actually, you have to be delivered from hoarding. Some of your deliverance can come if you just let go of what God is, is trying to get from you. Listen, the Lord will send the enemy to take something from you in order for you to be free. And you're trying to protect something that God is divinely trying to take from you. No, God takes nothing from you, but he will use the devil's stupid butt to take it from you. That's why the Bible says he's working everything together for his good. He's working everything together for his good. Everything together for his good. So Job comes to him and say, look, 
can I have that? Can I have? I mean, the enemy come to God and says, can I have that job? Can I have that job? The Lord says, yeah. I don't want to tell the whole story. But the Lord allowed the enemy to get after Job. The stuff you're blaming on the devil, he got a permit from God. You know how you got to get a permit for certain. When we have to go downtown to do, do music outside, you got to go to the city to get a what? Permit. Nehemiah had to get a letter from the king to, in order to build something. Do you know that there's some attacks on your life that the devil actually has permission for? That's why the word says that the Lord will not allow more than you can bear. So there's some things that the Lord will allow to happen in your life because you should overcome it. So I'm, I'm, I'm asking you this morning, what might that you're blaming on the devil what might the devil have permission to come take that you're trying to hold on to? You want to be free? Let him take it. Well, how do I know what's being, trying to be taken? Here you go. Can you get my bag? Hold on to it, though. It ain't going to happen that easy. What in your life? I'm the devil. You just hold on to it. I ain't going to show you my strength and take it from you, but I'm just saying. What in your life? All of you are Pastor Dylan. What in your life? The enemy has showed up in your life, listen, legally. The Holy Spirit took Jesus into the wilderness to be what? Proven. What has been in your life that the devil's been doing this? And you've been trying to rebuke the devil. Take your hands off my stuff. And the Lord says, no, that's his stuff. The Lord is asking you this question. Who's the thief right now? Who's the thief? This is where unequally yoke comes into play. When you marry his. Who's the thief? He's permitted to take it. Now you might think it's evil, but it's a divine strategy that the Lord is using to free you. We always make the devil the bad guy like he just stealing everything. Like everything he's stolen, we supposed to have. I remember before, I don't know about you, I stole something when I was younger and somebody stole it from me and I had the nerves to be mad. But what is this in your life? I'm the devil. I'm trying to take it from you because God has given me permission. And if God has given the devil permission to take it, the Lord has promised to replace it. 
And sometimes the permission that the devil has in his stupidness, he wants to take it and laugh at you. Let me take it. He want to take it and laugh at you because he think it's loss. But then he's going to turn back around. And you got to upgrade. And he's standing there thinking he got over. But listen. God's upgrade, he can't take. God's upgrade, he can't take. So so what might you be holding on to? That the enemy has divine orders to tamper with. Who's the thief now? Who's the thief? The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Listen, that's for any thief. Have what you've been holding on to been causing more destruction than when and if you let it go? That's how you know you the thief. Because you holding on to it is actually bringing more destruction to you. Then when you let it go, you realize there's nothing else to take which means there's peace. Do you notice in some things the storm subsides when you let it go? Although you might miss it, you only miss it because you were attached to it. Let me tell you something. You get your baby toe cut off, you're going to miss it for a little while, but you're going to learn how to balance it out. (laughs) You're going to run in a little bit because you can't got nothing to lean on. You ain't going to be able to do the cab, the cabbage, but the, the, the lean back. You ain't going to be able to do that no more. But you can do this one, though. You can do this. You can do this with four photos. And, and as funny as that is, it's how often we think we're going to die because we only got nine toes. But let me tell you, you actually get stronger. Because you learn how to compensate. Listen, in our physical body, when something is missing, we got to lean on something else in order to stabilize ourselves. And might what God is trying to get from you is so you can learn how to lean on him more. did this to myself. I ain't even nowhere near due. I didn't told you we're going to talk about Elijah tonight. And this good right here. Here a couple more, we're going to go home. To stand victorious is to face the truth dead in the eyes and remove every trace of ungodliness. Stand victorious is to face the truth dead in the eyes and remove every trace of ungodliness. Not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. Let me tell you, functioning 
in who he says you are is functioning in the spirit. <laughs> because you can't function in who he says you are without his spirit. <laughs> God, my life is an open book to you. You know every sin I've ever done. For nothing within me is hidden from your sight. I love how he understands that God don't care nothing about what's on the outside of you. Because God looks on the heart. He says nothing within me is hidden. Because that's where the treasure is. It's in that earthen vessel. 2 Corinthians 4 says we reject every shameful cover-up. We reject every shameful cover-up. I don't know about you guys, but man, there's some, there, there, there's, there's some people I've been that I can look back and be like, man, I'm not living in shame, but I'm like, you was gross, dude. Like, if I could talk to a couple of people I was, I'd be like, you was, you was straight up nasty. You was gross. You was mean. Or you was stupid. Whatever. And you get to a point in your life where stupid looks different, but stupid always tries to poke his head up. Let me tell you, that same stupid person you was 10 years ago is in you. The reason he's come to live in you is so the stupid person won't dominate you. See, stupid can be in you, but doesn't have to live through you. It says, we reject every shameful cover-up and refuse to resort to cunning trickery or distorting the word of God. Listen, listen, cunning trickery. For me to smoke weed, Elder Brennan, and be cool with it, I had to be cunning trickery to myself. E-40 talks about ain't no fakery. Ooh. My daughter Malia can do E-40 very well. I don't know if that's, it's funny, but I don't know if that's good or bad, but whatever. She got talent. <laughs> The word of God is speaking. Before long, you'll be what? Come on, talk to me. Before long, you'll be what? Exposed. You can't hide behind a religious mask forever. Listen, we think religious folks is like Catholics or, 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 or Mormons. or We think religious spirits have to do with the church. Instead of understanding a religious spirit has to do with the character of what a religious spirit more than an entity that is a religious spirit. Religious spirits are very controlling, manipulative. Do you know how you got to manipulate yourself to not wear the best version of you? Do you know how you have to manipulate yourself to wear a mask? Do you know what I had to do to build myself up to go in the club? I had to drink. You, you know what I had to do to sleep before I sleep around before I was married? I had to be high. I had to be drunk. And if nobody took drugs or alcohol to give them that extra whatever, they still in their mind had to manipulate themselves. That's why you will sit down with people who are living out of, out of whack with God and they'll have a reason why it's okay. I'm like, man, but the word right here though, what did the scripture say? twisting the word let me tell you if you're not living who God told you to be 
there's some manipulation in your own mind. Ain't nothing worse than manipulating yourself. Telling yourself I'm okay when I'm not. And then the enemy will try to manipulate you and tell you that won't nobody listen to you. People will judge you. Ain't nobody to share my, my brokenness with. No. Whenever manipulation leads you to isolation, it's of the enemy. Sooner or later, the mass will slip and your true face will be known. That's what we try to do. That's why we try to create the environment. You know, some people will leave out your life before the mask slip off. It, it'll be, it'll be kind of down. And they'll be like, oh, man, they saw my, they saw my eyebrows. We got to go because it's almost off. It's almost off. It's, see? But when people, if, the, let me tell you, the, the people, you guys that are here, you've allowed your mask to slip off. And I find that the people that will allow their mask to slip off and not let the mask slip off and run out of shame or being what? Exposed. See, people that want to keep a mask on don't like accountability because accountability are the fingers that pull off the mask and keep it off. You try to put it on accountability. Nope. Nope. You try to come into a wisdom session with your mask on, me and Pastor Julia kick each other in the, in the feet underneath like... Mask on by the time you leave what? Mask off. That's what people that love you do. They won't let you have a mask on. Right? I love Michael over there. He ain't trying to put on a woke mask. You can tell he falling asleep. <laughs> he over here like, man, get a mask off for sure over here. I'm sleepy over here, man. Hey, but I love Michael and his faithfulness. The man works hard. He's here late, and then he got home, and then he got up on the bus at 5.30 in the morning to get here. What's your excuse? COVID. <laughs> Dr. Bonnie told us we can't come. Amen. COVID. You can't whisper one thing in private and preach the opposite in public. This is what Scripture say. This is the message right here, Luke 12. You can't preach. You can't whisper one thing in private. You know how many folk whisper stuff in private and they come here? Hey Amen, pastor. Love you so much, pastor. Praying for you. Stop lying. Oh, you, if you stick around here long enough, you're going to see it all. The, the Holy Spirit will lead a brother to tell somebody publicly, stop lying. I've seen it done before. It's called rebuke. You see it in the book of Acts when the girl was like, these mighty men of God. And they was like, shut up, come out of you right now. You want to keep lying in public? We're going to expose you. Took that girl mask off right in public. But the mask was making the master's money. And that's why we're willing to keep the mask on because the mask is making us money. I'm willing to work at Cactus Club with my boobies out because it's making me money. I'm willing to be on the strip pole. I'm willing to do all this stuff. I'm willing to be this person. I'm willing to play a role in the bedroom. I'm willing to be fake at my job because it's keeping me paid. Oh, man, I'm preaching. The day's coming when those whispers will be repeated all over town. 
I'm speaking to you as dear friends. What he's telling you is your fakery is going to get exposed one day. And what people going to do when you're exposed, they're going to drag you through the mud. That's what they do to stars. How many people have fallen? They helped them keep the mask on. But as soon as the mask came off and any star exposes their brokenness, they all over the tabloids. And that's what he's telling you. It's better you change before you get exposed. Bluffed into silence or insincerity by the threats of religious bullies. The spirit of religious bullies rob us of living in a grace conscience. I'm talking about spiritual bullies that tell you, you not this. No, you better not declare that. You are sick. Don't you declare you healed. Spiritual bullies that bag you down from prophecy. The whole Bible is a prophecy. And whenever you put your mouth to the word in agreement, you are prophesying what God has said. You're speaking it over your life. But spiritual bullies telling you, well, I don't feel like an overcomer. So how do I declare that? That's a spiritual bully. That's shutting you up and making you live in a sin, sick, poverty conscience instead of the grace that was given. You are saved by what? Grace. Luke 12 says, true, they can kill you. But then what can they do? There's nothing they can do to your soul, which is your core being. You understand, we think out to in, but your real self is in to out. What people see is the last bit of God's concern. It's the first concern to them. This is the last concern to God. The first concern to God is your soul. The last concern to the world is your soul. And if you don't watch over your soul, the world won't. Neither Christians, that's worldly. <laughs> Save your fear for God who holds your entire life, body, and soul in his hands. Take the mask off with the weapons of his word. These are my words. I just left Luke up there. Take the mask off with the weapons of his word. Your worship and his will. Take the mask off with the weapons of his word, the weapons of your worship, and the weapons of his will. The mask is a prophetic symbol these days, speaking, of the Lord warning us. We better have eyes to cease, starting with dealing with our own fears and delusions. You're going to walk out today and you're going to see masks different. And how often do you allow the eyes of beauty to fool you from what the mouth is saying? And, the, and you, here's wisdom. Forget how people look. Listen to what they're saying. Listen, red flags come out the mouth, not the eyes. And so often we look at what we see and it distracts us from what they're saying. And what they're saying, out of the abundance of the heart, the eye see? No, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you can't change someone's words. I can't call you out your name and say I didn't mean it. What I called you came out of my heart. 
Stop manipulating yourself. Stop trying to exist in the ocean on the rafts of lies. Because rafts of lies will deflate. See, God called us on water whether we know how to swim or not. He asked us to float. But to go deeper, he asked us to sink in his love. But if you're, if you're on the waters that he called you to, but you're holding on to rafts of lies, when those rafts deflate, you will find yourself sinking in shame and misery. And so before this year is over, we're going to help you take that mask off. We're going to help you take that mask off. But you have to be willing to be exposed to who God has put you put in your life. Because there's people. Um, I'm speaking this because she did it publicly. Oh, no, I mean people seeing our very own uh, Danny. Uh, we're praying for you, Danny, if you're watching. Um, but a few weeks ago, she showed her, her skin. That's someone in our house who took off their mask. And here's the example. You can look at her hair. You can look at her face makeup. You can look at how she keeps herself together. You can see how powerful she's up here. But every time she goes home, what's under her pants them pants you, you really like. you like, where you get them pants, girl? And right on the other side of those pants is something that torments her. And she said, no more am I going to let the enemy torment me. I'm going to share my torment. You should never go another day holding on to your torment. You weren't made to carry torment. Expose the devil. Pull your pants leg up. Take that turtleneck off and let them see the cuts. Whatever it may be, suicidal thoughts. Whatever it may be, don't be afraid to expose something that has been taunting you and weighing you down. The body of Christ is here to help carry it with you. There's no brokenness that his body is not strong enough to help carry. So to unite it, we stand. United we fall, but we will cross into next year victorious in spirit and in truth, authentic, organic, pure, and watch the Lord come in at a whole new level when we take our mask off. If you guys are with me, go on ahead and give God a hand. Can I get some emojis? Thanks for joining us. Stay connected with us by following us on social media at LoveQuestINTL Church. And join us next time as we receive another powerful right now word brought to us by our man of God, Pastor Terrence Richmond. Enjoy the rest of your day. And in the meantime, get your love fixed, man.